0: Workplace innovation from the inside out. Have you ever seen a fly desperately trying to escape and continually smacking itself against the glass window? That was me at the beginning of my leadership journey. I was doing what had worked for me before, not realizing that the people were different, the goals were different, and the times are different. That's how most leaders run their businesses today. They're looking for the way out, for the light, wanting to find new solutions to their challenges while smacking themselves, making the same mistake over and over. They're so busy looking at what competitors are doing and playing the comparison game that they forget that the key to the kingdom is right there inside their office walls. It's in the people and the processes and the teams and the environment and the culture that has been created. What is needed is a process that unleashes their talents and creates alignment from the inside out. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lena Patel Live. My name is Lena Patel, founder of Global Impact Systems, helping bring the sandbox to the boardroom. Thank you for joining me today. I use the metaphor of bringing the sandbox into the boardroom because a sandbox represents a space where, as kids, our imagination gave us free reign to dream, build, break down, recreate. In the adult world of work, it represents a segment of time dedicated to being uninhibited and open to new experiences without preconceived ideas of what our play will lead to or how it will serve us. The boardroom can be an actual boardroom or it can be a training room or a classroom or any place in which we consciously choose to create an environment of safety creativity and freedom. We typically think of a boardroom environment as serious, focused, outcome-orientated, quite the opposite of what a sandbox means to us. So it's a juxtaposition of two realities, a metaphor that represents a paradigm shift in how we need to lead and think and behave. I call it Play-Doh on steroids. The point is, bringing the sandbox into the boardroom doesn't necessarily mean creating an artificial beach in the boardroom or a lobby. It means creating the right conditions for fun and play that increase engagement, build skills, and ignite innovation specific to you and your business. There are four individual conditions you need to ignite the sandbox in your boardroom. I call it the innovation expansion framework. There are four conditions and the first one is mental expansion. The second is collaborative expansion. The third, environmental expansion. And the fourth, cultural expansion. So let me give you an overview of each one. The first is mental expansion. This is the mindset, the psychological shift that needs to happen for you as an individual and for your team members to enable you to learn, absorb, interact, respond, retain, and innovate from new information and lessons learned. Often it requires you to change your perspective and view your current reality from a fresh lens. Children do this intuitively. Give them an old cardboard box and watch it open the door to endless hours of amusement and ideas for them to play. Children have the ability to turn anything into a game and see old problems in a new way. You can too. The first step to mental expansion is creating little changes to unhabit yourself. Change your routine, change your office, change the layout of your furniture, change the route you take to work in the mornings. This is all about getting out of the frame of mind that there is only one way or one optimum solution. And that optimum solution is really, or most frequently really, the most familiar way we know of doing something. This way of thinking stops innovation dead in its tracks. It's the foundation for innovation contraction instead of innovation expansion. Just by making small changes in how we think or how we express ourselves, This can open the door to new possibilities. For instance, in mental contraction state, one thought might be, we don't have the resources to do this. In mental expansion state, you might instead say, let's get resourceful with what resources we currently have. How else can we put this idea into motion? Who else can help us? What do we need to do differently with what we've got? In mental contraction state, you might say it can't be done. In mental expansion state, you'd say, it hasn't been done yet. In mental contraction, you might roll your eyes, close your mind, sigh, thinking you already know the answer. In mental expansion, you'd stay present and focused and open to being pleasantly surprised. The second is collaborative expansion. Collaborative expansion is how you interact with others to deepen your learning, spark new ideas, sharpen your current processes. Interaction with others, facilitated in both unstructured and strategic systematic ways, are breeding grounds for new thinking and fast-tracking momentum. If you want to outstrip competitors, you need to influence not only how people work, but also how people work together. You need to get better at working in a team. Google conducted a study, and I'll share the resource in the show notes, in which it found that its best-performing teams acted as safe spaces where members felt comfortable sharing ideas without fear of rebuke. The company's top executives long believed that building the best teams meant combining the best people. They embraced conventional thinking such as, it's better to put introverts together, or Teams are going to be more effective when everyone is friends away from work. But it turned out that wasn't the case. Some groups that were ranked among Google's most effective teams, for instance, were composed of friends who socialized outside of work. Others were made up of people who are basically strangers away from the conference room. Some groups looked for strong managers. Others looked for a less hierarchical structure. And it definitely didn't explain why two groups with nearly identical makeups had radically different levels of effectiveness. Imagine this scenario. You've been invited to join one of two groups. The first group is composed of people who are smart, successful people. Members of the group wait until a topic arises in which they're the expert, and then they speak at great length, explaining what the group ought to do. When somebody makes a side comment, the speaker stops, reminds everyone of the agenda, and pushes the meeting back on track. This team is efficient. There is no idle chit-chat or long debates. The meeting ends as scheduled, and then everyone gets back to their desks. The second team is different. It's evenly divided between successful executives and middle managers with few professional accomplishments. Teammates jump in and out of discussions. There are people interjecting and completing one another's thoughts. When a team member abruptly changes the topic, the rest of the group follows him off the agenda. At the end of the meeting, the meeting doesn't actually end. Everyone sits around to gossip and talk about their time. Which group would you rather join? Research by a group of psychologists from Carnegie Mellon, MIT and Union College has shown that on the good teams, members speak in roughly the same proportion. On some teams, everyone spoke during each task. On others, the leadership shifted amongst teammates from project to project. But in each case, by the end of the day, everyone had spoken roughly the same amount. They found that as long as everyone got a chance to talk, the team did well. But if only one person or a small group spoke all the time, the collective intelligence declined. So my question to you is, how are you creating safe spaces for teams to interact and collaborate with each other in your business? How are you ensuring that everyone's voice is being heard? How can you level up in this area? The third area is environmental expansion. This is the environment that you create to support the skills you want to nurture in yourself and your people. When I visited a friend's home yesterday and saw pictures of his parents and partner and kids displayed in beautiful frames on a mantelpiece, that told me that family is one of his core values. How does your work environment reflect your company values? When I walked into the Google campus and witnessed their bowling alley, meditation pods, dance classes, and slides employees jump on to take them from one floor to another, I couldn't help but feel that the work environment was intentionally set up to support and nurture the creativity, the well-being, the balance, and the flow of inspired ideas from the employees. Your work environment doesn't have to be as distinctive as a Google campus. You may not have the space or the budget to be able to go to town with elaborate toys, activities, and other perks to offer your employees. But with a little bit of creativity and thought, you can add a personal yet professional touch that ignites fresh thinking. Think walls and your brand colors, interesting accent pieces or inspirational quotes or images or wall hangings that reflect your culture as a starting point. And this brings me to the fourth pillar of the innovation expansion framework, and that's the cultural expansion component. A strong work culture drives positive organizational outcomes. While a results-driven work environment is most common, In a very dynamic, uncertain, volatile working environment or industry in which you need to be more agile, a culture of flexibility and learning is important. And this is particularly important for smaller companies or businesses in newer industries like tech or software. In order to step into cultural expansion first, understand what kind of culture you're working in now. Is it outcome focused? Is stability, planning, caution, risk mitigation, or operational efficiency the most important need? What about exploration and creativity, fun, adventure? Is yours a purpose-driven company that values compassion and tolerance? All of these will affect your company culture and each have their pros and cons. Determine the benefits of your current culture, then decide what elements are holding you back. Whatever your industry, in particular culture style, anchor opportunities for play and exploration and innovation into the heart and soul of your business. If you're in the financial sector, for instance, where safety is a core need, recognize that the increasingly complex regulations of this industry can make you feel overwhelmed by the need to fit in and avoid risk, so innovation can easily get put on the back burner. Get more creative around how you can introduce new ideas so that you are still pushing the boundaries in your industry without breaking the rules. People are crying out for a different approach to banking. If you can answer their cry, you will be a future leader in this space. So that's just one example and I want you to apply this to your own industry. Finally, define a set of desired values and behaviors you expect from yourself and your team members. Align culture with strategy, with your processes, with your leadership, with your brand. And get your people on board with the changes you're making. Put accountability structures in place and ensure they are measurable so you can clearly identify what's working and where the pitfalls are. These four pillars of the Innovation Expansion Framework will give you the foundation to build a business that people are excited to work for a place where individuals feel their professional and personal development is a high priority, where their contribution is valuable and an integral addition to the effective functioning of the whole, and where the physical work environment is in alignment with the vision, the values, and the goals of your company. Implement the innovation expansion framework into your business as a tool for aligning your people, performance, and productivity from the inside out. See in which quadrant or quadrants you can move the needle. It's important to get clear before you execute. You want to take the path that gives you a competitive advantage that you can bring to the marketplace that will set you apart and set you up for growth. If you want help with executing the Innovation Expansion Framework, I invite you to reach out and apply for a complimentary consultation at leenapatellive.com. You can view the show notes for this week there as well, And also download a free visual copy of the Innovation Expansion Framework. So go grab your copy of that. Download and subscribe today on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss future episodes. And share your thoughts and any ideas you have for future topics by leaving a review on iTunes. See you in the sandbox.